My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! guys this is pop horror review the movie podcast i am matt along with jimmy and kelly hi hi and today we have a musical today that was a very you know low yeah, energy was, high for I'm this sorry. movie right before we recorded this i was say. singing some of the songs yeah matt was like singing he this oh he wasted all of his energy <laughs> i was pumping my arms and everything um but today we're doing the prom it is uh let me do the oh well oh sorry just uh we were talking about this before rotten tomatoes is officially down because it's now down like you can't even go on the website sorry so i remember i think what they said it's uh don't they know si- we record on friday nights and we need exactly that? um or just the weekends keep it up all weekend uh it's at 63 percent critics and i think it was around like 79 80 for audiences and the synopsis is a troop of hilariously self-obsessed theater stars swarm into a small conservative indiana town in support of a high school girl who wants to take her girlfriend to the prom it's based on the play i think it closed just last year um, I, think, I think it closed and then like a week later they're like ryan murphy's directing it for netflix and i kind of wish it stayed up hopefully it comes back as a revival because i kind of want to see it because now nothing's going to survive right now and they just <laughs> exactly hey, let's bring that back it's uh, popular. and before we get into the movie <laughs> let me just say the drink it's called dance the night away it is blue hypnotic is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. it it is vodka and sprite is it really colorful it's it's a light blue a blue okay. light blue i'd so, probably like it i thought it was pro hypnotic is like knock you on your ass Will it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, anyway, did we like the movie? I this is we've talked about this before we came on the air or before we started recording. So it's a little bit of a mixed bag today. Okay, so hold on. I texted Kelly, I'm like, I watched the prom and she goes, Did you like it? And I said I said yes. And Kelly's response was, Oh, oh God, no. Because Kelly watched it before us and she says, I have thoughts. <laughs> and I watched it right before filming this or recording this and I'm in between the two. I like some things, I didn't like some things, so We'll discuss. But Jimmy. yeah, I mean, as I was talking to Kelly before, I had one of the worst migraines of my life while watching this. And Kelly's like, this is the loudest, brightest movie you could have watched. Yeah. I'm like, yes. And I still enjoyed it, but I had to do it for the podcast. I, sh- I had to I had to watch it. I'm shocked you still enjoyed it, actually. I'm surprised it didn't actually take some away that you had like a really bad migraine. just wanted to get it done It with. felt like it was a 17-hour movie. Well, that's one of the issues. I don't know that- if that was because of the migraine or not. No, no, no. no. No, that's because of the movie. Yeah, you're, you, we're all agreeing to that. It was two hours and 12 minutes, I believe. About well, what a play would be. Okay, but there's an intermission to play. There's Yeah, So, it, but that would, that's like a 15-minute intermission. Well, so about I also two and a half realized hours. they have that not one song was cut. So it is literally probably the exact length of the play in addition, ex, um, except minus the intermission. The prom story part, it happens around 50 minutes, an hour. So Which, I think that's the intermission part after that. After that's revealed. It's after the scene where they, the Love is Universal song. Yeah. That's the intermission. So literally I'm like, oh, like, wow, like I must like this movie because this movie is breezing through. So I click on the button <laughs> and it's like, there's still an hour left. I said, but the prom's over. <laughs> I was like, the prom's over. Like, what else is there? I was like, I didn't see the play, so I have no idea what this movie's about. I was a little confused, and then we continued. But I did like the second half better than the first half. 
I will say that because I also hated Meryl Streep in this movie. Which and is yes. yes, and anything with Meryl Streep. No, no, no. I have to agree with him, and that's hard for me. I, I, I know, same. Exactly. I actually I thought she was really good. I like Meryl Streep usually, but I don't know what it, if it was her acting, her character. I no, lo- no, no. I, I think I really, I literally wrote in one of my notes on my first page. Like you guys probably can't see it. Well, I'm trying to show them. I wrote Meryl Streep is underwhelming. Yeah, it was. It was like. I don't know if it was because like they, they were I think maybe to... it was the character to be honest. I think maybe it was the character because the character that she was playing um is pretty much she's like a really famous or a really famous Broadway person. Yeah. But she like had a really bad um she had a really bad play that really kind of like couple shows apparently. A couple shows that like, you know, really like spurned her career. But like I don't think the character itself really had any much depth. No. Or like that spark that it, she usually it had has. no zazz. Stop. <laughs> but Stop. like, here's the thing. Like, well, first of all, her nail <laughs> in the coffin was a Eleanor Roosevelt musical. I wrote so. that's gonna bomb in my notes. <laughs> <A> close opening <laughs> night. And then I was like, throughout the movie, you're like, oh, they're deaf because there are these. Oh, wait, like, hold on, hold on. There have been weirder plays on on Broadway. I'm sorry, there, Carrie was on Broadway, and the music's actually pretty good for Carrie too. Yeah, but, but that Carrie was three seconds can lend itself to the kind of the campiness of Broadway. That they can do, Eleanor Roosevelt. I'm sorry. Hey, hey there are weirder. Pl- I mean, there's been weird plays. What we we saw Spider-Man turn off the dark once again. We no. are well, we oh are located in New York City, so so yeah, we've Spider-Man seen plays. So bad. I, we've seen bad plays. We've seen amazing plays. Well, since you have mentioned that we're located in New York and we we have seen a lot, like a more a majority of plays more than probably the normal person will because we're so close. Uh, they had that one street of plays and they had all these weird musicals, which like, I think was. So it's supposed to be forty uh, wherever St. James Theater is, which is but well, that's where like Junior's Cheesecake, not yeah. Cheesecake Factory, uh, the Junior's Cheesecakes is. So yeah. I, but at don't the, exactly where that but is. But at the same time, they had like Wicked Les Mis. I'm like, Wicked ain't there. I was like, I don't Wicked know why. Wicked's on Gershwin on Fifty. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, no one understands. <laughs> Les Mis isn't on on Broadway anymore. I think there was some weird like Les Mis hasn't been on Broadway for a very. It's long been like time. five five or ten years since Les Mis has been on Broadway. But it's fine because that's not on Broadway anymore. But if there's a play on Broadway, don't put that in there because I know. I mean, maybe it's just me because I live in New York. But I was like, don't put that in there. No, I I remember watching that. I was like, um, I think Jagged Little Pill is where Look Wicked is right now. That doesn't that doesn't work. But back to Meryl Streep, it was like, you know, like, because they literally say they're, they're like these very liberal, self, like, narcissistic actors. So it's like they're making fun of, like, they're pretty much making fun of that. Like, they're making a lot fun of actors. Of, yes, but I actually was a little surprised. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is Ryan Murphy. When they're singing, like, that opening song with Meryl Streep. What about the Midwest? What about the Midwest? And they were just, like, shitting on them. I was like, oh, this just lost half of its. Audience. I was like, I, I saw that. I was like, ooh. Oh, they're saying, oh, that's, oh, shouldn't say that. I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, like I was a like, mother oh, lover. No. Like, oh, no. Like, brother lover, uh, marry your cousin. I was like, oh, oh, no. Like, like could it get more offensive? Yeah. I was <laughs> like, I'm like, but it is Ryan Murphy, so I mean. And I don't know if it's like, I thought maybe like, I don't know. I love Meryl Streep, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if it, it's like, she's making fun of this as it's like, not her, but like, in my head, I'm like, I can see actual Meryl Streep being like this character. So that made me, maybe why I was like, this is weird, but she had no depth. Like throughout the movie, they're all like sort of have empathy for the people of the town. Meryl Streep literally doesn't. start to end was like, "I want my money, I want my fame," and I'm like, "You're a terrible person." I don't know if it, I don't know what it was. I just wish I could digitally no, she was erase a very, her. She was a very, very one-dimensional character. Like she would give empathy, but then she would just go right back to being like a self-absorbed person. Exactly. Like there was no character development. She was like, I felt like she was a one-tone character throughout the whole movie. 
which I was very surprised about because, like, I love Meryl Streep. Same. And this is probably the weakest movie I have seen her in. And I swear to God, if the Oscars give her a nomination, I will literally be like, that's literally pure. You just want to get people to watch that's because like, it's Meryl that's Streep. What, that's Kathy Bates from Richard Jewell. I didn't see that, so I can't speak on that. But yeah. Richard Jewell is a good movie, but Kathy Bates didn't do enough or... Like, there wasn't enough for her to warrant an Oscar nomination for that. <laughs> it yeah. should have been J-Lo. Oh. Yeah, it should have been J-Lo, We can't talk honest. about the Hustler snubs. But also, while I hated Meryl Streep, I, I'm pretty sure Jimmy agreed me on this. What I'm about to say now, I loved the new actress, who literally this was like her first movie. Oh, she was amazing. Uh, Joe Ellen Pellman. Oh, God. Oh, no. We're you diverging. Oh, you didn't like her? I liked her at first. I actually wrote, I actually wrote in the beginning... That I liked the girl. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, wow, okay. I was like, I like this girl. I was like, I think I'm going to love her. But then I was like, oh, no, I don't think she's translating well from stage to film. Because the entire movie, she's just smiling through everything. She is just nonstop smiling. And I'm like, you're supposed to be translating pain and awkwardness right now. And she is like legit smiling through everything and i'm like what are you doing like she's literally saying this is the worst night of my life and she's smiling well see i thought that was just her being like awkward like that's where she goes to is just that no, like smile i thought the same I, thing because, actually no because like i literally because there was one scene where she the scene where we get to the part where they throw the fake prom and she realizes it's a fake prom uh. she finally got rid of the smile and like showed some depth in mm-hmm. her acting and i was like oh good but I didn't think it was a good choice for her to smile through every single thing. Like, I understand that it was her trying to be awkward or something, but I was just like, I don't even feel the emotion from you at all. I don't feel any emotion. I mean, I, I feel like you're just saying your lines and then that's it. See, I, I disagree with that because it's just like, I, I don't know. I think maybe it's what, like, what Jimmy said, like, I felt like this, the awkwardness. It's just she brought this, like, I don't know if I just hated Meryl Streep that bad. So, like, whenever she was off screen and uh, the what's her name in the movie? Um uh oh uh, ellen right or is uh it's emma. emma emma whenever emma was on screen i was like oh this is like it's fun like it made me feel good and then like meryl streep would come on and be like Ugh. so i don't know if it was that but i also just i just really liked her in this movie i i liked her i liked her um her singing voice emma's singing voice but mm-hmm. i don't think she did well acting wise i wrote okay i don't hate emma but now i don't think she translates well from stage to film i'm like there's too much em- there's like not an there's too much emphasis on how she's supposed to be feeling i'm like she doesn't emote well with her face alone now when you say it translate from stage to film do you mean like the character or no her the actress i don't has I she been on she was she didn't originate the broadway no no i know but i'm saying like I'm pretty sure that she's a stage actor first. I can see that. I can see her being a stage actress. So I'm, you know, this is her first film, and I'm pretty sure she is a stage actress based on her singing ability and dancing ability that we did see in the play. And the way she did act was very stage actory. Like if she acted like that, and I saw her on a Broadway play, I'd be like, okay, I really like her. You know, it's like the same thing that we said about Jingle Jangle, how the girl were just like, all right, if this was a play, she'd be excellent. But it, in terms of a film, it's too much. See, I can't. I was going to see, but I, like, she doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. So I can't even tell. Like literally all also, it says is prom. Carrie Washington acted terribly in this she movie. She can't sing. She was so bad at acting in this movie. Her singing like, rem- Oh, sorry. Go, Kelly. Sorry. Like she like during the conference scene or one of the ones where she was having conferencing, she she literally was acting so bad. I wrote, "Why is Carrie Washington acting so bad? She's better than this." 
she reminded me of someone like that wasn't great in like a musical but like was it maybe because she talked sang it sounded like her voice but just more talking like with the opposite Meryl Streep that's also another thing I didn't like about her everyone sounded like their voice James Corden it sounded like his voice like not auto-tuned I'm not saying anything about Meryl Streep it's just like it brought me out of it too with her but character. But Meryl Streep has been in musicals. Like that sounds like Meryl Streep. It does, singing. but, no, but she, her she voice did... is different in the movie than it is in her singing. I think her musical numbers were actually the, her strongest point. No, I agree. For Meryl, because at one point I wrote, "Oh my God, yes, Meryl, yes, solo bitch, you finally have <laughs> arrived." Because it was when she came into the gym. Oh, that, for see, the first time. That's one of my favorite songs. Is it's not she, about me. That was a great song, and I think Meryl did excellent during the musical numbers, but acting-wise, I think that she was pretty weak, but I think that's because of the character, not because of Meryl. I'm not, say- wait, I'm not saying her like, her musical numbers weren't great. They were. I'm just saying, like, it just took me out, another reason to take me out of that character, because, like, everyone else's voice didn't sound as produced, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, oh, okay, sorry, continue. Well, I, was I don't say- think Meryl sounded produced. No, I didn't Out of either. everyone, I feel like she was the most. But I just like, No, I think but- Carrie Washington was. Hers was just more talk singing. That's why maybe to well, me it didn't, didn't really sound like it. Sing that much, Carrie Walker. Yeah, she had like one or two lines in the songs. But while we're talking about the musical numbers, I want to talk about how they filmed it because oh, I did want to talk about that too. Whenever they started a musical number, like the lights changed and it looked like we were like, it looked like I was watching it on Broadway, which I thought was great. I think that if that most came out during Nicole Kidman's solo the song Zazz, with Emma, Zazz. the Zaz song, because the way they filmed which it, is- I was like. Which is a ripoff of all that jazz. Wait, wait. What are you saying, Kelly? That song, when the way they filmed it, I was like, okay, I literally feel like I'm watching a Broadway like stage right now. But that's also the song where I was just like, do you know who would have done so much better in this role? Who? Than Nicole Kidman. I was like, Jane Krakowski. Oh, I can see because that. Because she's a narcissist. I mean, she played a narcissistic actor on 30 Rock, so we she, already know what she's like. And and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And yeah. we know she can sing. So yeah. I was just... So just picture her doing the Zazz song. This is what I'll say. If they ever bring a revival back to Broadway, she's a Broadway actress. So like, if anyone's listening that's you know has some connections for Broadway, cast Jane Krakowski. But do you not think that she would have been yeah, I can see perfect? It. No, I agree. But the thing is, I usually, if you listen to our other episodes about musicals, I hate when it, like, it seems too broadway I like it more of a movie feel. This one was like the total opposite for me because I think of just the subject matter and how like light and fun it was. Like, Because they did the light thing. Every, like The lights would change for a lot of the songs. And I almost wish they went like full-on Broadway for this movie. Like I wish like when a song started, like almost the set kind of separated and it went into another one with like people dancing. I don't know why this one just I was like, if you're gonna go Broadway, be- go all the way. This whole movie was filmed almost like it was still um like on a Broadway thing. Like it wasn't there really wasn't a cinematic feel to it, which is something that I didn't like to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was like even just the normal talking scenes, like it just felt like a Broadway play. Like I didn't get a cinematic feel to it. And I thought that's what took away from the cinematic experience for me. Okay. Because you know, like certain musical movies, it's like, you know, like, I guess I know Jimmy hates Mamma Mia, but mm-hmm. Mamma mm-hmm. Mia. The movie or the play? I've or never the, seen no, the, the movie. Play. Okay. But the movie, I'm sorry, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again is actually yeah, I actually enjoyed that movie. I remember when we went to go see it, and you were like, "I really don't want to see it." And I was like, "Can we please go see Mamma Mia? Here we go again. I am dying to see this." And then we saw it, and Jimmy was like, "That actually wasn't bad." <laughs> but no, but like Mamma Mia, like the first movie, I was like, I got like a cinematic feel to it, mm-hmm. 
I don't know if maybe it's because it had a bigger budget. And so they were able to do it. Like, they were actually filmed in Greece and stuff like that. But, like, this one, I didn't really get a cinematic feel. I felt like I was watching kind of, like, Hamilton, like, on Disney Plus or something. And I think that took away from me viewing it as, like, an actual cinematic film. I don't know why. I, I And I, I want to say, like, I don't like this usually. I just, I almost wish they did more about that. More, it was almost like, almost like the Hamilton. I wish they went more towards that than No, but I, I agree with you on that. And, like, it was like, okay, go one way or just don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they were trying to. Like, you know, the musical numbers went Broadway-ish. Yeah. But then when they did it, they went back to trying to be a movie. And I was like, you might as well have just gone straight Broadway yeah. with this. I, I, um... I mean, I really enjoyed that because maybe I'm having like a little bit of like withdrawals from Broadway, and because I'm like, I kind of was like, you, I yeah, because you saw you saw like seven plays last year. Within like alone. three months, I saw that. That yeah. statement was like, so I- coastal elite, Jimmy. Yes, I know that is very <laughs> New York elite. But no, I mean, I do like to go and like go see a play or a musical like every couple months. So no, yeah. that's I'm, a like, lie. We, it's like every couple weeks. <laughs> we have the luxury to do that. So yeah, yeah. But I'm we like, did. I, I think the last one we saw was Harry Potter, which yeah. thank God we freaking saw Harry Potter before hey, it shut down. We weren't let Kelly literally saw I think a Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire literally the day before lockdown. I think so. it had like one show and then it shut down and Kelly saw the one show. I saw the one show of Mrs. Doubtfire and it was amazing. I'm so sad that people probably won't be able to see it because it is a high budget show. Wait, did you see the only preview? Was that the there only was like one or two previews? Oh, okay. It was like it I just saw, started. I saw like the second preview. <laughs> oh, okay, but also because uh, Kelly mentioned like a casting change. The thing that bothered me, once again, I'm just going to bring it up again. Uh, Meryl, sorry if you're listening. I just hated her character so <laughs> Yes, Meryl Streep is listening <laughs> to our podcast. The That's the one person Is she that the is one listening. viewer in, like, L.A.? <laughs> but, like, I did not like her that much where I, like... And I understand the play. They had, like, a couple, like a group of Broadway people come to Indiana. But I thought it actually would have worked better if they maybe had, like, two people come. And I wish it actually was Nicole Kidman playing Meryl Streep's character but with more emotion, like, more empathy. And instead of James Corden playing his character, he played the Andrew Reynolds character, and Andrew Reynolds played the James Corden character. I just wish James Corden wasn't in this movie. Yeah, like, he was every my time least I favorite. S- he's always James Corden. Like he doesn't, he's not a great actor. The only movie that I think I've actually liked him in was Into the Woods, and mm-hmm. that was because he just sang it the whole time. He is well, a great talk show host. I will say that. <laughs> well, is is this? Yeah, is, but I'm just saying wait. actor, not talk yeah. show host. Is this the first British person who can do a horrible American accent? Accent because his American accent was so bad. But I think he was trying to do like I like I, I think he was almost trying to do like put almost like a uh, I don't know. He how was to acting say this. like Eric Stone Street. Yeah, he was almost like trying to be like a stereo type in a way like his voice almost sounds like a stereotype he's, he's just not he's not a good actor like i'm try, i'm not try, i love james Corden. Yeah. i love his talk show but acting wise he always is just himself like he never plays anything different or like i've never seen any depth to any of his characters i thought he was so weak in this they and they focused on him too much well i thought he was i, I thought he was like I thought he there's nothing wrong with him. I just I wish they would have like done some role swapping. But like I you yeah they focused on Meryl Streep and James Corden more than they did uh, Emma. And I was like that doesn't seem I don't I once again I haven't seen the play, but like or the musical. But like I feel like that's just just uh disservice to like that story. And it's the same with the poster that came out. Like, but see that's what I'm. Oh sorry, I'm trying I'm trying to just go off what you just said because it just reminded me of like another reason why I didn't like it. But see, because I think they're following the play to a T that that's, I guess maybe that's how it is. Like, I don't, none of us have seen the play, but that's what I'm saying. Like, as a film, 
I think it would have been okay to change a little bit to mm-hmm. focus a little more on Emma because they didn't focus so much on her that I couldn't really get the empathy that was necessary that we were supposed to give towards her character. I only really felt it when she when they had the fake prom for her. Like this movie might I, be this movie might be great if you've seen the musical. It's almost like watching those Disney live action remakes where it's like it's very similar to the movie so like you have that nostalgia feel towards it and I feel like maybe yeah. we'll like it that way, but we're all judging it basically on a film. So like that's why I was like if you would have trimmed it to maybe like hour 50 at least i feel like you could have kind of you could have had a little bit of james corden with like his parents and had a little bit of that but not like the whole they like almost wanted to focus on their relationship and like have it build and i'm like that's not what the story is about well, because though. they're the yeah because they're the draw but exactly. like that's why like in mama mia mama mia follows the play pretty well but they also add stuff in to like help flesh out the story more and that's why I was like, okay, so that's why that can, that's good as like a film itself. Yeah. And then I like, you know, there are other ones when I talk about like cinematic, like look at Les Mis live, like that, yeah. the way they filmed it and everything was like, it felt like a movie, even though they sang through everything that there's no talking in Les Mis like at all. <laughs> You're talking about like the actual movie or like, like the Anne Hathaway the movie. one or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, thought you, I thought you said live. So I thought you meant like a one they recorded. No, but it's like what I'm saying is just like when I look at Les Mis, which is another one that's, that follows the the play to a T. I've never seen the play mm-hmm. of Les Mis. And that's just all singing and stuff. But the way they filmed it, it felt cinematic. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, uh, that's the same thing I could say for Sweeney Todd. Like I felt it. This movie, I felt none of that. So I, that's why I feel like as a film, it just didn't do well. Hello everyone, this is Kelly, an internet rabbit hole enthusiast. And I'm Nick Bros, former host of It Could Be Worse, the podcast, and longtime fan of the internet. We are I Love the Internet, two cross-country friends that met on the web exploring all the corners of the internet that you'd never have the time to find. Yep, and we're going to be talking about the best and the worst parts of the internet. The things we love, the things we hate, and the things that make us wonder where the last three hours went. And guess what? You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at I Love the Internet Podcast or visit our page on the Titancast Network website at titancastnetwork.com where you can find our show and a whole lineup of other amazing podcasts. And then please send us all of your internet related stories and findings to I Love the Internet Podcast at gmail.com. Got anything else? That's it. Good. And that's, that's enough, enough internet, internet for today. today. I looked because I was like curious to see if they actually like made made changes to it i'm not sure i have once again like i just go i went strictly no based but the on way songs. it was filmed no, I, I know. didn't enjoy it but i'm saying like i went strictly based on songs to see like oh like is this actually like is every song in this or do they kind of change some or add some or get rid of some and every song is in the movie that was in the musical and they actually added a couple at the end credits so it's like they did not they what, what were you gonna they say? added meryl streep rapping i that's also one oh, of my worst God. my least my favorite songs the end credit one because of her rapping like, I'm so sorry. Like, I do like Meryl Streep. She really can do no wrong, except for the prom. Is it bad like, that I actually, like, would be totally fine if she got an Oscar nomination for this? Absolutely yes. not. Yes, yes. Oh, no, sorry. You are wrong. Sorry, that's what I meant. I mean, you Golden Globe, like... I know she's going to get that. No. That's pisses me off, because Emma deserves that more than her. She'll get the supporting. Do you know who deserves that more than her? Rachel fucking McAdams from Eurovision oh, was too. better than she was. Meryl's, well, any, well, yes, uh, yeah. And she didn't even actually sing in that movie. That's how good of an actress she is. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I also want to talk about 
the girlfriend, Alyssa Green, uh-huh. and I was very upset with her because why? She, she was because doing, she didn't she tell was her doing mom a Mackenzie Davis from Happy but, Season. Okay, but why have I dropped everything in my really hand today? <laughs> because you were just so angry. God, that you're like you were smacking like... everything. I'm getting very upset with this. Okay, but this is the thing. Like, you have to understand both sides to that kind of like. I know, but Story, I was. But like, then she was like sad. But then she finally did come out to her mother, and then I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna cry." It's sad. I wasn't expecting Carrie Washington to be so accepting of her daughter. I was a little. I'm once again into the musical, but like I was thought she was gonna be like, um, like uh, Emma's parents and kind of just. No, away. you know what? It's a play. She comes back for the big finale, and she's like, "I accept you." That's true. And they hug. She was wearing the rainbow dress thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Really quick, did anyone? I when I was watching this, I got very big hairspray vibes. But instead of like race being the topic, it was sexuality. Anyone yeah, else? Yeah, I can see that. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to say that. Oh yeah, hairspray. hairspray. That's an that's another movie that translated really well into film. No, I want to watch sorry. hairspray. Hairspray. Watch I I saw that three times in one week when it first came out. Because I had wanted to see the play so badly. And it just, it was so good. Hairspray was so good. Hairspray what? is good. Where can I watch that? I'm actually? sorry, wait. I had, to, I had to get, now wait, Jimmy. Like, did you understand the um, girlfriend's, what's her name? Ashley Green, right? Mm-hmm. Did you understand her motivate? Ashley her Green, re- is that an actress? Is that not her name? Sorry. Alyssa Green. Alyssa Green, sorry. <laughs> no, yes. I, you I, got what the whole I reason I did understand was. because the song that she sang about... Her mother? Oh, I'm going to find out what the song was called. Ashley Greenstand? Yeah, it's just called Ashley. Uh, or, Alyssa um, Green. <laughs> Stop saying Ashley Green. Um, That's the actress. No, I mean, I understood it, but I was just like, I was more invested in, in Emma's story where I'm like, don't you dare screw over Emma. We, I was like protective over her. Well, she's the main character. Like, well, it's just weird because in Happiest Season, it's the opposite because I would feel like Mackenzie Davis is kind of like that more she's supposed to be the quote unquote like main person it's pretty, bringing it's Kristen Stewart in. Pretty much the same thing but as... swapped. No, but it's like it's kind of like the same story-ish as Happiest Season, but like, yeah. like you know, sort of. Broadway stars don't come for but their Christmas holiday. Party I now. was very like like Kristen Stewart. I was just very protective of her, and I was very protective of Emma. In the well, no, movie. I was. <laughs> I don't was know very why. Protective of Kristen Stewart's little fragile heart. I was protective of Emma after the prom, and then I was like, as soon as they walked into an empty prom, I was like. Oh no, it's two different proms, and they. I was like, oh my god. I think oh. I think that's that was the where, worst part of the movie. Not like as in wait, like it was bad. Oh, you mean emotionally wise? Emotional wise, that was the f- that was the only time I was like, oh shit, no <laughs> god, oh my god, no. See, but that's where um, Alyssa Green mm-hmm. pissed me off even more because she was like come to the prom and she goes i can't my mom's here and i was like excuse me you're supposed to come out like you're hurting you're hurting emma's emma's heart why are you going to emma yeah but oh I'm- did you hear jimmy's voice break right yeah then? i know but at the same time like <laughs> just from like a movie standpoint like you have to tell like that's that like everyone unfortunately doesn't have that like they're confident to do that yes so you understand. have to tell both sides so it's like but i was just yeah, like jimmy you can't force people <laughs> i to was just very i was i was <laughs> i was very protective of emma for some reason so anyone who screwed over emma no i loved it was, this was in a big no-no to me i but, am the only one who probably did not care for emma <laughs> don't worry kelly i agree with you on meryl streep and that's where jimmy i was just like it's pioneer woman i'm like am i watching pioneer woman put the put the put your smile like, redrumming something like she staples that on no, i do face. not agree with that that statement is not true in my mind i don't redrumming literally like is the joker no offense to Reed Drummond. Once again, if Meryl Streep and Reed Drummond are watching our fuck po- or listening to our podcast, I apologize. But that that face, that <laughs> smile is stable to your face. Emma, like I almost felt like that was like it an was awkward, awkward yeah. anxiety thing. But. Yeah. No, I did not feel that. I was just like, stop it. I was like, you're supposed to be having a really emotional moment and you're smiling, and I'm just like, I don't feel it. I don't feel it when you do that. 
But I want to talk about music. Like, I want to know your your favorite song and your least favorite song. Jimmy. My favorite oh, song. Oh, sorry, Kelly, go. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, go. Kelly, you now talk. <laughs> my favorite song. I don't know the name of it, but it's the one at the mall. Love Thy Neighbor is my favorite yeah. song. And that, I thought it was so good. That gave me very Book of Mormon-y vibes. But he's in Book of Mormon. I know. I, I know. Book of Mormon exactly. I thought of Book of Mormon. I'm like, Once again, this yes. is not this is not for anyone outside of New York City because we just referencing <laughs> Broadway plays. I did. Maybe we're out for a week and we still saw them. I know. I did love that song. It's not my favorite. The Tonight, the Love is Universal. It's called Tonight Belongs to You is my favorite. But the Love Thy Neighbor one. I was like laughing because I'm like, this is like one of the best ways to tell that you can be religious and also like accept everyone in the easiest way for someone to constant like to comprehend that. I was like, this is also like a teaching method, right? Like a teaching moment right here. Too. Well, in the beginning of the song, when they were like, uh, it just goes, we're Catholic, like it goes against our beliefs. And he was like, oh, really? And he was like, well, you have a tattoo. You've had sex. You masturbate. Like, you're all going to rot in hell now. But this girl can't have a girlfriend because that that's too much. And then like my parents are divorced. And, like the, all the backup singers have to come to the time. They're like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, what's your least favorite? Oh, sorry, Jim. What's your favorite song? Um, I'm. It's a tie between Tonight Belongs to You and It's Not About Me. Which is oh the one it's Meryl, the Meryl Street Street the with the very beginning when she comes in. I also, I I I do like um um what is it Dance with You, but there was one issue with that because what? because I thought they should have like ended on it with, like a very falsettoy voice and it didn't do it. And it was bothering me because I can hear oh, it there in was my a, head. Emma's first song. Um, I don't know the just name breathe. of it. I just yes, just, I wrote Just Breathe. I wrote this song. Just Breathe is very good. So I that have the song tracks. Like. Is that the one where it's like Don't Be Gay? Pretty much in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. is a good. Where it's song. like it sucks to be gay in Indiana. Well, that's my thing. Like this music is really good, but it's very like it almost reminds me of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, where it's like very niche type. And oh like God, I don't know if I can. Re- don't bring no, 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 no. Did no, I know. you just reference Crazy Ex Girlfriend? I knew this was gonna I happen when I did this. <laughs> Why did you Jimmy's, do that? I saw Jimmy's like teeth grit. Because he's like, oh my god, he did it, he did it. Okay, so Rachel like, Blue, no, if you are listening. Oh god. But no, the reason I said this because like I don't know if I can listen to this on repeat, but like the songs are very like different in like what they're singing about, which is like makes it interesting. That's what I'm talking about. But I, I Yes, but now we have to go into Crazy X. No, I was gonna say no, I'll edit it, it out, was, don't worry. It was very <laughs> like it was the music was they didn't movie tie it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that what the right word is, but make it cinematic. They didn't make it like a they they. It was like I was watching a play. Like mm-hmm. that's the way they sang it, and I actually but enjoyed see, that. I that's what I didn't like because I'm like this is a film, so like I'm not expecting to see that. So I like it when sometimes they movie ties it. Like most of the musical films that I enjoy, they movie ties it. Mm-hmm. We, we just made a we just made a word up. Movie ties. <laughs> <laughs> they movie ties the musical number, and that's what I was expecting. And it's like that's why I'm just like you should have either just filmed it like it was a play. Like I actually think this would have done like really awesome if they actually filmed it like like how they did Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You know where they just actually filmed them on a stage with you know going in and out. I would have loved that, but like I don't like that. You know, I, I, I just felt like, for me, it took me out of it a little bit. I don't know. I just, I I was like, I kind of wanted a more cinematic feel. I mean, I can, I, can, I can see if you're not going for that, like, if you're not into it, you want, you don't want it, and it's, like, in your face the entire movie. So I can see that. Um, second question I have for the group. Wait, what was your favorite? I told you. Um, yeah, the Tonight is You, is that what it's called? Ton- no, Love is Universe. Uh, yeah, uh, tonight Belongs to You. Tonight Belongs to You, that's my favorite. But before we get, I just want to say the um, the song that Keegan-Michael... Talk to your microphone. I'm sorry. The song, I'm like doing three things. The song that Keegan-Michael Keegan... Is terrible. No, it was not great. 
but I was like, he can't sing. This they 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 put it into song about how I feel about going to a movie theater. I was just like, oh, oh that's what I feel about going to the movies. That's what people don't understand. Jimmy, write a musical about the movie I, theater. That was yeah. This was, so, <laughs> but what do you call it? The, the the song he sang felt really long. Yeah, it did, and well, it was they, very. It was super boring. <laughs> well, they kind of like, go back to it. They kind of sing it twice. So, like that's kind of why it felt long. I feel like they lost me at that song because I was just like, no. Because they sing like, it from Keegan Michael Key's uh, perspective, and they sing it from Meryl Streep's perspective, and I'm like. Oh, that's, that's a lot for the song. I was like, this song isn't like the best of the movie, so it's a lot. But what's your least favorite song? Um, I guess for Kelly, it's the one we just talked about, maybe? I mean, yeah, but like, I actually didn't care too much for Zaz, to be I was going to say, there's something about Zaz. I'm like, I'm, just, I'm like, I'm literally, I'm literally watching all that jazz rip off with Nicole Kidman. And I'm like, she would have been a goddamn good Roxy Hart. Thank God she got to play it. We didn't see it on screen, but I'm like, okay, she would have been a good Roxy. You know what though? I'm fine with I'm fine with Zaz. I don't know why Zaz. Like I kind of liked because the, the way she was saying Zaz, Zaz, she was like Zaz. I don't know. That's not how she said. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like Nicole Kidman, and I love Nicole Kidman. I just thought that she was like missing that spark, which is why I was thinking of Jane Krakowski during that song. Oh, see, I I don't know why. I like thought she had that kind of like little. I thought she had it. I was like, I don't know why that just. It made me feel like Chicago, which I like that musical. That's the only time that I thought she didn't have the spark because in Moulin Rouge, she didn't I have the zazz. You mean? Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> no, but because like in Moulin Rouge, Nicole Kidman is excellent in mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge. I love that one. I I think that movie is actually my favorite musical film adaptation. And guess what? What? Matt's what? never seen it. No. Are, you have never seen Moulin Rouge? No. Yeah. If you like Nicole Kidman in this, like... Yeah, I liked her in this. I, I liked the, her, yeah. Moulin Rouge and if, is... Though, I have the, to warn you, the first, like, 20 minutes is batshit crazy, and you're going to be like, yeah. what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> but after that, it gets, like, amazing. And the music of Moulin Rouge is, like, one of my favorite musical soundtracks. I actually now really want it on vinyl. It is so good, the music from Moulin Rouge. I think I've heard some versions of it, but I had to, really like, good. see the movie... Um, wait, you, you have to watch it. Did you say your least favorite? Yeah, Zaz. I okay. said Zaz is probably my least favorite. Mine, I don't know if this counts because it's the end credit song, but it's Wear Your Crowns, the original song. Does that count? No. I then I would, if it, if it doesn't count, then I would say probably the, um, the one with Kelly, the Keegan Michael Key one. But no, I, I can see. Or no, the one where Meryl Streep is like singing to Keegan Michael Key in like his principal office. Oh, the ladies improving. Yeah, that one was, once again, just because it's, I, I didn't like her character. So that's probably why. But, um, also, can I tell you some, I was reading some fun facts about this and it was actually very interesting. Ariana Grande was supposed to play Alyssa Green. And Ooh, she was no. supposed to also curate the soundtrack. Okay, I think she would have been a better curator, but I don't think she would have played a good Alyssa Green because she wouldn't have matched Ellen's... I agree. Ellen's, like, vibrato. I don't even know if that's also, the Also, like, they're, they doesn't seem like they would be compatible at all. No, like, no. Ariana Grande no, but... would have done, like, her, like, dog whistle voice the whole time, and Joe uh, Ellen Pellman would have been like, what? <laughs> I can't reach no, that high. yeah. She's a but good... I didn't think their chemistry was good either. The two girl leads, I wrote that. Oh, you did. I don't think, I didn't think their chemistry was very well. When they well. were singing, they were. I think otherwise. Their harmonizing was amazing, but acting wise, I didn't think there was any chemistry. Yeah, that's what it was. Ariana Grande would not have been able to harmonize with Joe. Uh, Joe. Well, say, just say Emma. Emma. Ellen. Emma. Emma. Emma's character. <laughs> Ellen. Emma. But um, <laughs> the, the last one I had was literally apparently all the original actors from the musical audition, and Ryan Murphy was like. Nope, I want a star-filled cast. And I was like, I wonder how... I feel like if they were going for this very Broadway-type filming, I kind of 
I might have liked it if all the original people were in it. I think they should have gotten Broadway stars, not like unknown. Uh, Jane Krakowski. Jane, Jane Krakowski. Uh, Krakowski. I think. Um, Audrey oh, McDonald. Jesse um, from Audrey Modern Mc- Family. Audrey, Audrey, Audrey McDonald would have been Washington. Good Carrie Washington or good Nicole Kidman. Yeah, I'm sorry. What'd you say, Kelly? Um, Jesse. I can't remember his last name. From but Modern Family. Who plays Who plays Mitchell from oh, Modern um, Family? Oh my God. Uh, the redhead. Jesse. No, Tyler Ferguson. Tyler, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Jesse Tyler Ferguson. He would have done great in the James Corden role. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, um, I I think maybe like, I don't know, like Adina Menzel. She would have been a good Meryl Streep. Yeah, I can see that actually. She would have been yeah, a good Meryl Streep. Or or Drew McDonald would have been. No, a good I'm sorry. Kristen Chenoweth would have been an amazing Meryl Streep. Oh yes. my god, Kristen Chenoweth, a hundred percent. She would have been a really good. Piece. She she pretty much plays her like ditzy. Or Megan Hilty. Or is she too young? She's Maybe too Nicole young, Kidman. I think. She character. could have been a Nicole Kidman, but she doesn't have the antler legs or the reindeer legs, as they called her. That's why it's antelope. <laughs> Ante- antelope legs. I think that we just like cast like the perfect. But can I say, if that's <laughs> where they had it, I think it would have actually made. I actually would have gone from just saying it's a fun, it's an entertaining musical to it's a good movie. Actually, I think I would have because then you have then you really solidify that like Broadway filming type they were trying to do, and I was like, yeah. I- it would have put me over the edge. But I, I think. think- yeah, I think that would have done really well, too, because we're talking about Broadway actors who, like, you're doing, like, you said the Broadway filming, and it's like they would have just been able to match it better mm-hmm. than, like, Meryl Streep and, like, but James Corden's Broadway, but it's just, like, he's just not great on film. I just don't know what it is. He's just not great on film. Also, this movie made me, just because it's a pandemic, it made me miss food courts in, uh, in malls. But I was trying to figure out, like, what was the one scene they had to film post the shutdown probably something with the prom because i remember they were like they had like i think it might have been in a gym i think it was at the school so i bet you it was the was it the dodgeball scene i don't remember what it was but i remember they were like we had one more day left i think meryl streep was in the scene they said they had one more day left and they shut them down also um that was a bougie second prom like they had doors opening upon doors opening wait so who paid for that second prom the school no no they did yeah no the broadway people no, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the, 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 the prom, the, the first, first prom, the, like the real, prom? the real fake prom. The school. Yeah. But the school. The school. So okay. who paid for the prom in the gym? The school Jimmy, too. That was literally streamers in like a chair. They had like, yeah, like, like sound equipment there and lights. Did they? They did because I was like, why do they have lights and no DJ setup? But maybe it's That's just there still all the time. Probably like. But that was a bougie. It was very colorful. That was very nice when all the people who didn't get to go to prom came out, and I was like, oh. Did you all, when we, I saw the gym, like when she was getting like hit with the dodgeballs in the very beginning, I was like, that looks like our high school gym. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> know. If maybe blue mats and some yellow uh, outfits. Blue mats and yellow. <laughs> I think that's every high school gym in the country. Jimmy, get out your calculator. It's time for ratings. Hold on one second. I'm actually really curious what we're all going to say now because I feel like we've all been very mixed. I feel like the only thing that you hated, Matt, was was Meryl Street. No, okay. it, it was, it was very, oh, it was almost like at first it was like just we, I wasn't like. I wasn't used to the Broadway thing, and then I got used to it. So I was like, Matthew? and then the second, the second half I really liked. The first half was all right. I'll give it a, I'll give it a six. Kelly, uh, four point five. I give it seven point five. Why can't I? <laughs> I swear we can do a mashup of just Jimmy messing up on calculators. <laughs> six. Okay, it's that's... a six. <laughs> Seventy-two. Woo! I feel like that's appropriate. Like six to seven, I can see anywhere. Be I can't see it anywhere higher. I was between a seven. seven point five and an eight, but I think I went with seven point five because yeah. it was a little too long. I almost said six point five, but I was like, I, I don't know. The first half just like it was very like act, it actually felt acty, and you could tell because Meryl Streep was in the first half a lot, and then she really was in the second half, and the Meryl and Nicole Kidman was almost 
non-existent. Non-existent in the first half. And I'm like, how much did they pay her for like not being in it? And then she came with her antelope legs. In what I, what I want to know is like Nicole Kidman's agent. Like, what has she, what was she like? What is this person doing to get her in all these things? Like, she's in everything now. That's for yeah. our Nicole Kidman podcast coming up next. Out of all musical films that I can think of at the top of my head, this is probably towards the bottom. But I know that like there's way worse ones. Cats. It's like a. It, <laughs> it's like. It's like an average one, I feel like. it's. They had some moments to shine, and it had some moments to fail, I think, in my opinion. It's like a very middling film in terms of musical at, film musical adaptations. Yeah. I feel like if you're a big Broadway fan, you would enjoy this a lot more. I think so. I th- also, if you saw it, I think you would enjoy it a lot I'm more. I'm a Broadway fan. No, I, I personally think if you saw it, you would enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, but you're also a film fan. Like, I'm talking, like, strictly Broadway. Like, the people who go to see Broadway, like, every week. Okay, so Jimmy. Jimmy's a Broadway slash film slash TV slash anything he can watch fan. That's just like that's you know what the and the, but then it's like Matt. He's also the worst person because he doesn't watch anything you want him to watch. That's true. I will watch my own. This is Jimmy. Jimmy, watch the ep- watch the movie for the podcast. So we can do it earlier than usual. Okay, I watched a three hour black and white silent film instead. I was like, oh, okay, that didn't help me. <laughs> that at is all. something that has happened. Okay, this just seems like we're just now talking, so I'm going to end it right now. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Uh, check us out anywhere you watch. You listen to your podcasts. We're at at Pop Horror View, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, www.poporreview.com is our website. Check out TitanCast, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 That was a TitanCast episode.